Hey guys, Left in the South podcast episode 18. What is up, Douglas? What's up, man? It's been an exciting and terrifying week, man. I'm excited to talk about this. So much shit, dude. It is actually doomsday. Fucking the world's ending. Yeah. And fuck. But first of all, we're we're all going down together. Yeah. (laughs) And before we get into that, uh, sub to our YouTube channel, you know? Uh, We just launched our YouTube channel, I believe, three weeks ago. You know, if you haven't checked it out, you know, give us a little sub. I'll kiss you on the cheek if you do. That's a promise. Uh, we just uploaded episode one of this game we just started playing called um, uh, Death Trap Dungeon. And yeah. uh, so far we're liking it. Uh, I th- yeah, I'm it's like an it. interactive like D&D kind of experience. It's pretty slow paced. Um, but honestly, like with the YouTube channel, we're probably going to be doing a lot of like experimental stuff. So yeah, don't be surprised you know. if it's like some yeah. weird shit. Yeah, we are gamers, you know, like we want we want to like I feel like we should incorporate at least some games. And yeah. this little, you know, uh, this little hobby we got here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, because it's just, it's something we do in our free time. It's, like, a cool way to express ourselves and, like, you know, I don't yeah, know. It's dude. fun. It's always fun. Everyone loves, I, lo- I mean, I personally rather watch someone play a game than actually play it myself. You know, I save money and, you know, like, you know, the game, the game plays itself, you know? Exactly. And you can actually make experience. money. You can actually make money by, by watching our YouTube channel. Tell them how, David. You're talking about the other one? I don't know, am I? <laughs> well, <laughs> our Twitter giveaway, we are actually extending it for a whole nother week. A whole nother week, you say? Yes. So this giveaway was supposed to end on March 14th, but we're going to extend that giveaway another week just for those people who haven't gotten in yet can get in right now. One week left is closing this Friday, and we'll be selecting our five winners. One winner from Patreon and four winners from the public giveaway. If you're wondering how to get into that Patreon giveaway, head over to our Patreon, you know, pledge $1. That's all it takes, and you're automatically yep. in. Yep, so you have been gifted from the gods of left in the south an extra seven days into this giveaway. Do not squander this opportunity. Do not. You've been warned. But uh, with all that fucking out of the way, how are you doing, dude? I mean, it's been one week. I feel like we, you know... We really only talk, like, uh, when we record, bro. Yeah, sometimes we have these times where we're just, like, <laughs> missing each other, you know? <laughs> like, we're, be- we're, like, playing games by ourselves, yeah. like, not seeing each other. Yeah, this week was definitely one of those weeks. I mean, honestly, though, man, I'm doing well. Like, I'm pretty nervous. We're going to talk about all the shit that's been going on later, yeah. but just in my own personal life, like, this week, uh, or today, actually, I called out of work because my girlfriend and I are just, we're really nervous about this yeah, whole situation oh that's my going God. on. Uh, like, Corona, bro. I yeah. really want to, like, I, like, I'm a manager at the fucking location I work at, and I really want to call out and, like, just not be at work, but, like, I literally can't. Yeah. Yeah. Literally For sure. Can't. And it sucks. Yeah, like. I called out, I basically, my girlfriend and I had a really long discussion about this and I basically told her, I'm like, you know, there's a chance that if I call out today and like next weekend when I'm supposed to work next, like there's a chance they're just going to fire me. And I'm like, we talked about, you know, what that would be like, you know, can we handle it? Can we financially be okay? And we both decided like, yeah, we can pull this off. Even if they do fire me, I hope they don't because I like this job better than, you know, some other shitty job I might have instead. But I'm ready for that if that's what it comes to. And yeah, 
I don't know. I'm just. It's been a stressful week. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Like the whole world feels like it's falling apart around us. Our <laughs> I feel you, brother. Is failing. Uh, yeah. I had a rough week as well. You know, worrying about my parents since they're in Egypt and shit. Don't want them to get sick. You know. Do they uh, have to come home, by the way, because of that travel ban that Trump well, did? Well, they they were supposed to come home Saturday, but like they were like, "You came from France. You can't. You have to you have to take a plane to Miami." Or so they went to London and then. Or they were in London trying to go home back home, but they're like, yeah. You oh, gotta. really? Yeah. I'm, I'm, wow, uh, so they actually got yeah. denied coming home? Yeah, and they say you have to take a plane to Miami because Miami isn't quarantined. Because uh, apparently Orlando, a TSA worker, was tested positive for corona. That's insane. Yeah. I didn't even hear about TSA this. Work. Yeah, this is pretty fresh, actually. Um, and... Dude, a TSA worker, they're constantly in contact with other people. He could have single-handedly fucking infected all of Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I think the number man. is, uh, I believe I read it was 138,000 uh, people uh, are moving through the Orlando airport like wow. uh, per day. That's absolutely insane. Wow. So imagine how much person, like, you can catch corona with, uh, by a person who, doesn't, who isn't even showing symptoms. Yeah, that's the really big issue. That's why I'm so worried about it. And, like, like to the point where I feel like maybe even yeah, I like, have it, you know? Like, CDC is telling people to stay inside. Like, if you are sick, stay indoors. I mean, if you're not sick, stay indoors, isolate yourself. Because, you like, even if you're a young person, like, isolate yourself. Because you're more worried about uh, infecting other people who are more vulnerable to uh, right. corona. Exactly. That's the most like, important thing. Like I've been like, ah, God, I wanted to stay home yesterday because I'm like, dude, what if I catch it and like give it to my sister, and her sister gives yeah. it her friends, and I give it to my parents or something like that. Exponential thing, yeah. Yeah. You don't like, have to just worry about days, who you're in contact with. Every two days, the cases double. Yeah. And absolutely insane. Yeah, like we're we're gonna talk more about this corona situation in depth, but like, yeah, I mean, it's just it's a scary time, man. I don't know. Yeah, but I want to talk about the uh, Super Tuesday Part 2, since that's going to be a shorter conversation, I feel. Yeah, for sure. So how how were you feeling after that? Like, did you pay close attention on the night it was happening, or were you kind of, like, disconnected? Uh, um, You know, I was... I came in uh, thinking that Bernie uh, probably could win at least the majority of the states. But, you know, unfortunately, he did not... Uh, losing, only winning, I believe, what, uh, two states or three yeah, states? By the end of it, yeah, two states. And, I mean, he cut it pretty close in a lot of places, like Michigan, for example. It was a pretty close race, but unfortunately, yeah, Joe managed to come on, out on top. And, yeah. uh, like, I, I don't want us to get stuck on this whole thing again, like, I'm talking about how people we, are being Did we talk about Lizzie Warren dropping? Lizzie Warren? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about yeah. that in the last episode. Yeah, she dropped, um, and but she didn't endorse anybody, I believe. When yeah. that, so she still hasn't endorsed anybody. And honestly, her not endorsing Bernie is the same as her endorsing Biden. Her endorsing absolutely, Biden. it's absolutely it's honestly a shame to her progressive campaign. And like, if you got also Andrew Yang endorsing Biden, that's also pretty. I don't think we talked about that. That was pretty new. No, we didn't. And actually, this um, is some pretty fresh news from today. Did you see his Twitter account? He's basically like yeah. responding to Bernie's yeah, supporters saying that like, weird. that was weird. I don't get why he's doing this. He's basically saying like someone responded to one of his tweets saying like, I wish you had supported Bernie and yeah, Yang basically responded by saying like, yeah, me too. Was four like, different what do you tweets, mean? I believe. 
Yeah, I'm saying me too. Andrew Yang is Andrew Yang. Blink three times if you're fucking the DNC captured you. Yeah, for real. I don't. I just. I I don't know. That was a weird decision for me. Like from him. I. I guess like you know. I of course I have like this deep seated mistrust of capitalists and fucking tech moguls and stuff. So I never really trust. If you're an Andrew Yang fan, Bernie supporters, we we welcome you with open arms. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know. think that we're that different, to be honest. Like, yeah, I was actually pretty excited issues. and looking forward for Andrew in uh, 2024. And uh, yeah, it's sad to see. Uh, I don't. Well, I mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's, apparently, he's also going through some shit right now. You know, I think <laughs> that this actually segues into a, a thing that I wanted to discuss with you, and it's the idea that like. Basically, I have heard of Liz Warren that, in fact, it's not actually that bad for her to not endorse Bernie because the idea is that rather than endorse Bernie, because everyone thinks like, okay, Biden is going to win no matter what. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are saying that. I don't agree with that take, but a lot of people think that. And I would say most people think that. And so I think a lot of people who were ex-Warren supporters or even Bernie supporters are saying like, it's not a big deal that Warren is not endorsing him because... They, she has the opportunity to pull Biden to the left, and like I just want to say right now, it's like, huh? what? Who pull do you Biden trust? To the left? Yeah, basically by like by forcing him, like forcing his campaign to agree to certain policy positions. Like for example, she disagrees with him about bankruptcy, so she might go to Biden and say, "Hey, I will endorse you or campaign for you aggressively if you agree to." take up this policy position that me and my supporters are very interested in. And I mean, this is a common thing that happens all the time in politics. I mean, honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't give a shit. And like Biden, the main problem with Biden is that he's a fucking, he's a man of no policy and he's going to lose against Trump. I mean, and I don't trust him. That's the thing. And a lot of people are saying, yeah, she can push him to the left. No matter what comes out of his mouth. I'm not, I don't trust him. That's the thing. He could Did literally you see say his live tomorrow. stream. That's all. That's also pretty fucking yeah. trash, dude. Hilarious. Dude. <laughs> Where he like, like started, he, I guess he forgot. He was like fucking, he forgot about having to be in frame. And he just like, yeah, fucking starts walking, looks to the he fucking, fucking his, wandered uh, right? off camera, like a dementia <laughs> patient in the hallways of a fucking nurse. They're group, like, dude. cut it, cut it, cut it. And they like put up his fucking campaign logo. Unbelievable! That was hilarious. yeah, dude. And his fucking eye is like drooping in that video. I don't know. Like, I don't want to diagnose him with anything, but like, dude, that video—it's. I just don't understand how people can see that and not fucking wonder God, what's. Going I'm worried on about fucking. Uh, Corona literally could wipe out both fucking candidates. Yeah, God, what would even happen in that case? Actually, uh, I wanted to Warren ask you this. Gets it. Warren fucking comes back. Or Tulsi Gabbard <laughs> fucking Buttigieg. comes back. Oh my god, Tulsi! She's the only other holy she's shit. She's camping dude. the circle, dude. Oh my god, she's camping the storm, bro. That's actually uh, insane. She's using health kits right now. It's oh my right? god. That is god. insane. I wanted to ask you this though. What do you think how do you think the world would react if a major leader died to corona? Like Trump. To just today, actually, he got tested for corona and they yeah. said that it was negative. But that happened within like eight hours, and the test allegedly is supposed to take like two days. So I'm curious if that's wow. even real. But they said he was negative. But Dude, I'm just yeah, wondering, like, like Trump how do you think people would react? With someone who had corona. Right. With many people. There were four yeah. people that had contact with Trump. And that the uh, Rick, Scott, uh, Rick Scott self-quarantine and someone else yep. self-quarantine. Yeah, and that other Republican guy. I forget his um, name right now. Um, but yeah, but what do you think? How do you think the world would react if he died to it? Because he's an old man and he's not in great shape. I mean, like, it's, um, not, un- it's not impossible yeah. for that to happen. 
It's it's probably fucking likely, yeah. It's fucking. I mean, if he dies to Corona, fuck, uh, that would be bad because then Mike Pence would become president. Yeah, um, for sure. He'd uh, ban gay marriage instantly. Uh, <laughs> instantly. His, executive, his, order. <laughs> executive order. Executive order ban gay marriage. <laughs> gay um, conversion therapy is a requirement. Yeah. yeah um, That's funny, man. Um, I, I don't know. Well, I don't think people would freak out, to be honest. Really? Wow. I, maybe there might be like a, maybe a day or two of panic. Yeah. But The I stock market would just incinerate itself, dude. You are... Like, I mean, just, like, alone, the coronavirus alone, even just now, like, is just shit. The stock market is shitting. It's down, like, 10% or, like, something like that. Or yeah. the Dow Jones is down 10% for sure, I know. We've reached the, – the stock market has fallen to where it was in 2016 before Trump was elected, which is just, like, yeah. unbelievable. It, like, this is on the level of, like, the 2008 recession. You know, not quite as bad because that was on a longer time scale. But yeah. in terms of, like, how much, uh, you know – revenue was lost for shareholders it's on that level and of course like we on the show we don't give a fuck about shareholders at all but like this these kind of economic hardships have a way of hitting poor people the hardest somehow even though we gain (laughs) nothing when it's really doing really well so it's just it's a bad situation but uh, i mean going back to super tuesday you know basically if you're a bernie supporter don't lose hope once again, <laughs> uh, yeah. sucks that I'm having to say this for the second time. Well, the the debate is coming up today is yeah. Saturday. We're recording this a little a little bit late. Yeah. Tomorrow is Sunday, and uh, Bernie's going to have an opportunity to eviscerate to really Sleepy yeah, Joe like, on stage. Like um, I've speculated that I think Bernie can really fucking pull back if he destroys Joe on stage, and Bernie needs to go after Joe viciously. He can't just have the yes. moral high ground anymore. He ne- if he wants to fucking win, he has to come at Joe, and he has to come at Joe hard. Absolutely. All this bullshit about how Joe is his friend, it's just it doesn't scan with anyone because he's not our friend. He's not a progressive ally at all. And of course, we all know that. But the American people need to know that because right now they don't. And I think the coronavirus is actually uh, it's it's yes, very it's bad to say, thing, but it's but a, a great opportunity. A, exactly. Yeah, yes, it's a great. It's a great test run for Bernie to basically say, like, look at look around you right now. Like, do you need my policies for you yes. and your family? And it's just the truth. It's the reality of the situation. So he uh, really needs to ride hard on that and just just dom Biden in this fucking yeah. debate. He needs to wipe the floor with him. This yeah. is basically his last chance. Like, I don't want to be a doomer, but like, it's not yeah, looking good. This is his last yeah, his chance chances really, are low. Yeah, this is his last chance to really put it back, I feel. Yes, absolutely. And if like he, he really needs wants to go to hard. get those fucking delegates. Yep, absolutely. And and unfortunately, like I think that right now Sanders like I love the guy's policies and I love him as a person. I think he's a great guy. But like right now I really honestly think that in the back of his mind he's thinking, you know, this is over. Like he's he's ready to give up and I think that he believes that he can push Joe to the left on issues and he's ready to try to push Joe and then drop out. And mm. I, I hope that he doesn't do that because he doesn't need to do that. We need him in, in office really. And we need his policies. And I hope that he does not make that. What decision. if uh, like Bernie's like, listen, I'll drop out and endorse you if you give everyone Medicare for all. Right. Yeah. I can imagine some kind of scenario like that happening. And honestly, that wouldn't be terrible. Because of course, like, you know, we would get Medicare for like, all out of it's it. It's like it's like the, the you know the thing we were talking about. It's like the slow like if you you know we'll get to the change like we're looking for in life like but we might get it in our fucking thirties you know like but eventually yeah. we'll get it. 
Exactly. So and like, change now. Right, exactly. I don't want to push this narrative that like change always happens for the better because that's just absolutely not true. Like we have to fight for it. And like if it turns out that Biden concedes on Medicare for all and gives and gives in to that demand for the American people, like it might just be that that's the best that we can do in 2020 and that's all yeah. we're going to get out of it. And like I don't want to think that and I don't want to believe that, but if that's all we can get right now, that's all we can get right now. And like it's it's hard to fight for these progressive values in the yeah. in the system that we live in because of the voter suppression, the low vote, voter turnout among young people, and just a litany of problems that mean that fighting for left values at the ballot box is extremely difficult. And honestly, like if we can get Medicare for all in any form, as long as it's free at the point of service and all of that stuff, all that amazing stuff that Bernie's pushing for, if we can get that, that's going to be a win no matter what. So yeah. I hope that Bernie really fights hard for that. Super Tuesday, though. Um, pretty much sums it up, right? Yeah, pretty much sums it up. Bernie, go hard. Bernie, go hard. Uh, don't lose faith for the second time. Yeah, donate. Phone bank. It's uh, not it's over. Really, it's absolutely it's not really over. up to Bernie now. There's little that we can do other than you know, show that we still support him and that he needs to yep. fucking mop floor with Biden on Sunday. Absolutely. And, uh, and another thing, too, I want to say, like, on this show, we are still never Joers. Like that's not going to change. And um, I would like to recommend, though, if you if Bernie does not secure the nomination, I recommend that you don't uh, not vote. I recommend that you still vote and vote down ballot on Dems, uh, at least you know ones that are progressive in some way, because that actually does have a real effect and it will prevent more like fascist policies from being pu- uh, pushed in Congress. And I think that that actually is valuable. And I think it sends an important message too. If you go to vote and you leave the president blank, but you vote for all the other shit, I mean that's that's a message in and of itself. Like I think that that is an important message for us to send to the DNC and to everyone else. So I implore yeah. everyone to go vote in November, regardless of who you're voting for. And I would say also don't vote for Joe. Yep. Um, if Joe gets the nominations, I will not be showing up to the polls. Absolutely. Yep. But uh, yeah, with well, Super Tuesday out of the way, uh, very depressing. But uh, on to even uh, more depressing news. Fucking Corona, dude. Donald Trump has announced a national emergency for Corona. Yeah, so uh, David and I actually watched that speech together and we were sitting in. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was ridiculous. First of all, I want to say fucking that podium is a is a Petri dish (laughs) filled with fucking Uh... Corona, dude. They may Trump's as well like Trump, come- Trump, who's a fucking sleeper who has Corona, fucking sleeping in his system. He's like, yeah. oh, let me, let me get, let me get that for you, my yeah. Let me deep throat man. this mic real quick before you go on stage. Like, fuck, man. Uh, Literally, and he shook hands with every fucking idiot that came up to stage there, except for that one CVS guy that decided to elbow bump him and then immediately touched the podium anyway and infect himself. Like, oh my god. I mean, ridiculous. just being, I mean, I mean, just being near Donald Trump, if he, if he is affected, they could just yeah. catch it, you know, since it's, yeah, it's his fucking, you don't need to uh, make out with someone to get it. Yeah. You can yeah, literally, literally just, just get talking like a tiny to bit of something on you. Just yeah. literally talking to someone and he might get infected by Corona. And, um, I was watching that, uh, fucking Joe Rogan, um, where he talks to that one doctor and that guy speculates that everyone in the world might get Corona. Yeah, that, honestly, that's the current projection. And I don't fucking doubt it, dude. Like, yeah, I think the... It's so viral. A lot of scientists are saying like 40 to 
are going to get it in the next 12 months, which is just an absolutely staggering number. Because I mean, if that were true, even with the current like mortality rate, we're talking about millions of deaths in yeah. the next year from this disease. Yeah, and, like that like, is just absolutely terrifying. If half the United States, if half the United States get it with a one percent mortality rate, that means 1.5 yeah. million people will die from coronavirus yeah. in the next year. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, this is it's it's a failure of our government. Like. I, and I want to talk about another thing, too. I want to talk about China. And I want to talk about, like, this weird Western obsession with the way that China has handled this. First of all, I want to say that, obviously, on the show, we, we don't agree with, like, silencing journalists. Like, we don't agree with authoritarianism. We're fucking socialists. Of course, we don't agree with that. But um, as far as, like, their response to the virus, like, today in Wuhan, they released uh, a statement saying that there have only been 12 additional cases reported. Um, in the past 24 hours. And they have actually been able to shut down some of the extra hospitals that they built because they don't need them anymore because they were able to contain the virus. And that's the place where it started. And they were able to have that level of progress in just just over two months. I mean, I wouldn't totally give China 100% like fucking good boy points for this. I mean, they handle it poorly when it first broke out. Yeah, they handled it poorly in terms of the way that they silenced people, the way that they uh, prevented people from speaking up, prevented people from releasing and that's information. probably, like, what fucked, like, I mean, since it originated in Wuhan, right? right. I mean, I mean like, to a certain extent, I agree with that. I think that they should have done better in the beginning. But, like, at the end of the day, like, what, if you, if you get hit by, like, a pandemic like this... It's, it's inevitable that it's going to spread throughout your country and throughout the world. Because, like, when you're talking about a disease with this level of transmission and, like, contagiousness, it's impossible to contain it. Unless you literally are just executing everyone who has it and being, like, unbelievably careful. And, like, I mean, that's just not possible, especially in a country with that amount of population. But, like, because of the fact that they have such control over their citizens, uh, whether you agree or disagree with that, I think we would probably more disagree with that but um the reason or because of that they were able to contain the virus and i think that they actually did a really good job minus all the silencing that they did and i think that we have something to learn from them in terms of like looking out for our fellow americans in the sense that they they didn't leave their houses they didn't do what boomers are doing right now where they're literally still going to like fucking cruises and like <laughs> like nighttime events and stuff uh, and dancing yeah. with each other. It's only a, you s- 50% off on whole plane tickets, dude. Gotta yeah. get that deal. Speaking of like Florida where where David lives, like there was this uh fucking like health official that went to the villages in Florida, which is basically where all the rich white people go to retire. Like we're talking about the average age in the village villages is like 60 plus or something. And like she went there and shook hands with everyone. She goes, I'm a handshaker. Nothing's going to change that. Not even a virus. I'm like, like you <laughs> literally could have just killed like 80% of the population <laughs> of this fucking neighborhood. You understand that, right? Uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, as the days go by, there's only a, like the the chance of you getting Corona only increases. Yeah. Uh, did they? Sh- so did they end up shutting down your school, David? Uh, yeah. I mean, they extended our spring break to the 29th. Oh wow, that's awesome. So you have free a little free break action yeah. going on. Um. After I so I go to UT in Knoxville and like. Uh, they shut down our school as well. Basically, our spring break was scheduled to start on Friday, like two days ago, Friday. And um, like, yeah, they just shut us down. They said, uh, after spring break, we're not coming back. So we're changing all of our classes to online. Oh, really? And yeah, they made all of the teachers, basically, they gave them like a less than 
two day notice and told them, yeah, like after spring break, you're then they change up the whole shit. Yeah, literally. Like <laughs> a couple of my your classes. Whole curriculum, uh, fucking, uh, God, what's it called? Uh, syllabus. Yeah. Syllabus. Fuck. Yeah, it's unbelievable. One of my classes actually canceled an exam, and we only have two exams in that class. She's like, I, I have no choice but to cancel this exam. We're going to roll it all into the final exam. So I have a class going on right now where 85% of my grade is the final exam, and I'm shitting myself now. That's fucking, fucking coronavirus, wild. man. <clears throat> corona so time. Corona time. I got a case of corona in the fridge. And I don't know, man, it's, it's really terrifying. And like, yeah, yeah like, like I was saying, when we first started, like I called out of work just to protect myself and other people. Cause I'm really worried that I have it. There was a confirmed case on campus just before we right? went to And break. like, who knows how many people that person infected. Exactly. Right? And it, I could, I could be one and of since, them. I had no since, idea. And since you live like such a close proximity, like, you know, since I, everyone even, I'm even around, I, even I live an hour away from Orlando like yeah. it's only days until i get it probably <laughs> exactly yeah and you can only avoid people so much like my girlfriend and i went and stocked up on like two weeks worth of shit just in case we need yeah to, like, i saw that she bought weeks. like uh, so much alcohol dude yeah yeah because we, we, we're so big, much wine <laughs> we're big wine drinkers in this house oh, so yeah. she got us like you know a fucking 12 bottles <laughs> of wine to hold yeah. us over for the next two weeks yeah i mean fucking yeah. high levels of alcohol kills corona bro Exactly, man. Just gargle some nice high-proof liquor and spit yeah. it out. Boom. Fucking, uh, Cure. Liberal. in your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. Just aspirate, Fuck. get pneumonia, and then fucking die. I'm actually excited about going to online classes, though. Like, it'll be nice to have a little break. I, that's my worst part. Like, being a college student is actually going to class. And I hate the fact that it took a fucking... Class. Yeah, it took a worldwide oh. pandemic for me to, like, <laughs> be like, yeah, I'll go to class. Fine. But... I'm interested, the biggest thing I'm interested in is how I'm going to learn Japanese because, you know, this is my final semester of Japanese that mm -hmm. I have to take. And it's it's such a hard class. It's kicking my ass every day. And, like, now we're moving to online and we're not even going to be able to talk to each other. And, like, I don't know. I have no idea how that's going to turn out. Yeah, it's going to, sounds like a buzz. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about was the, the bill that the, the House passed, the Corona uh, relief package. Did yeah. you hear about that? Yes, I did. Um, yeah, they passed it, but here's the fucking catch. Um, it only applies to corporations with less than 500 employees. So yeah. basically, it only applies to 18% of Americans. Yeah, I, I read 20%. So yeah, that sounds about right. Like to only 20% of workers it applies to. And even then, like it sunsets in a year, me meaning that after a year from today, when they, or it's only a two year weeks, from whenever right? they pass it. It's only two weeks. What was it? Was the only two weeks of sick days? Yeah, basically every every person will have fourteen protected emergency sick leave days that their company cannot fire them for, but and they'll continue to receive pay as well. And but the problem with that is is we have no idea how long this pandemic is going to last. Like it yeah, could be longer. That guy than on Joe Rogan said that this isn't a this isn't a fucking you know uh, a seasonal. This is going to go away in three months. Like. He right. says the vaccine might not be developed for a whole year. Exactly. Yeah, the and I, I read to that say. too. I read that from a Japanese uh, like health official article, fucking paper thing. I read that yeah, it could take up to a year for them to synthesize a vaccine. So I mean, we're talking about a time scale that's just unbelievable and it, an amount of human suffering that is kind of like unfathomable. Right. And, like only going to work is like it's like 
it sucks, but like going to work, you might get sick. Go, literally, just fucking living. You know, like going yeah. to work, having to go to work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I actually, I'll, I'll talk about my work a little bit. Um, I work in a a place that is in the top five of companies in the United States. I'll say that, and basically, like I called the corporate office of this company and I asked them what their policy was, and they said they said that they are upping their they're going to be sanitizing stores. Uh, to protect customers and associates. And basically they're all they're doing is asking associates to stay home if they're sick. And like, but that's the problem is that even if you're not sick, you can spread the disease or you can catch it and not know for yeah, up to two you, weeks. Yeah, like the like average show time symptoms and still spread. Exactly. It. Exactly. The average time before you show symptoms is six days. So, and that's the, that's the average time. It can be up to two weeks. And some scientists are saying like it can stay in your system for over a month. So like, these people have no idea that they're infecting people and I work with food. So like if I have it, I'm, I'm infecting people. And like a lot of old people come to the, my store and like, you know, I could be responsible for the deaths of these people. And like, it just really rubbed me the wrong way. And so that, that's ultimately why I called out today and I plan on doing so again next weekend. Yeah. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous that these companies that are literally some of the richest corporations in North America like are yeah. are just denying their yeah, their so workers fucked. basic human rights. It's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, fucking. Um, I'll talk about my how my workplace. Uh, one of the probably one of the top five pizza chains. Um, how they're trying to do is like they're having us like wipe down like the entire store uh, to every two hours basically. Like, yeah. Wiping down the entire store like desanitizing it, but like. That's gonna do nothing in terms of like if uh, you know our workers, our coworkers, uh, right. my crew members, like if they get infected or not. Like that's gonna exactly. Not do anything. If anything, like those people that are cleaning those areas are at the most risk of contracting the disease because while you're doing all of that, like, oops, I touched my face. Now you have it, and then every yeah. pizza you make after that, you're infecting a new person or a new family. Yeah, and it's like. It's so negligent. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And like, a, you know, a cashier has to be there. So if a cashier right. fucking is in contact, you know, constantly with our customers, yeah. they can get it, not show symptoms, come into work the next day, infect that crew. And, you yep. know, that crew infects their families. Yeah. It's, you know, just yeah. spreads. It's it's just unbelievable. And, and you like, know, like, the fucking they're sitting in their cozy offices, you know, not having to worry about you know the customers that you know they fucking we talk to, we fucking interact with every day. You know, exactly. they profit from it. Exactly, the people making these policies are, are the ones at the lowest risk of actually fucking contracting the disease. That's the worst part about it. It's like so that they have no uh, like fucking. It, they have no encouragement to actually. Honestly, care I've been about thinking about fucking uh, unionizing, uh, fucking my workplace. Honestly, bro, you should. That would I be feel like as a manager, I could feel like I'd do it. And since we're like uh, our store makes the most money in our area compared to all the other store, like our region, like I feel like you know, like what are you gonna do? Fire the entire fucking like everybody? I mean, I mean, they maybe. might fucking try. Yeah, they might do it. You never know. But, but honestly, I think it, I think it's worth it. The struggle's worth it. Yeah, the hardest should, part would probably getting uh, people on board. I was talking to like I was trying to you know fucking I'm sowing the seeds of a. Uh, socialism in some of my uh, crew members yeah so uh i actually have a t- story of one of my crewers is fucking speaking about absolutely insane uh but you know let's i won't talk about it after we're done talking about corona here but yeah basically you know sowing the seeds of socialism and uh, at least two of them you know the one <laughs> the other one's a little younger so 
he he still believes that billionaires and millionaires or billionaires at least uh, deserve the money that they have. So I feel like that's like He's the not main grizzled problem. enough yet. Like that's the, that's the main problem. Like if you believe that a billionaire deserves the money they make, um, like you you can't start believing the other things. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It it takes a certain level of deprogramming to reach that point though, and like I think it is important to be patient with people. Yeah. So like you know, especially young people too. I run into this issue with my brothers a lot. Like they're just they're young. They don't understand a lot of things, and they like it's a big leap for them to be like, yeah, Bill Gates, the guy who donates like a ton of his wealth to charity to it's a big leap for them to say well this guy's actually kind of not the good guy that i thought he was you know it's yeah. hard to think something like that when you've been programmed literally to think the opposite so it is important to be patient but i think you're doing good work man you're really uh building up our fucking base you know yeah i mean fucking uh, someone has to do it bro like Hell i feel yeah. like from a, a manager position you know I'm, I'm able to do more things that you know if you weren't able to because i like i don't like i don't i'm not a manager i i try to be a crew member that just has to fucking you know listen to you know fucking what the what the big boys tell me to do yeah yeah exactly like it, like as long as shit gets done at the end of the day i let my let the crew what it do whatever they want you know it's like like if you want to fucking exactly. smoke for 15 minutes go ahead man like oh yeah are you so are they exploit you so, like, let's say that you had a magic wand and you could change, like, what your particular company was doing. Like, what would you recommend they do uh, to stop this virus? Like, what do you think is the right thing to do? Uh, close down. Yeah. I think I agree, honestly. Like, especially places like that. Like, places that are just not necessary. Like, pizza restaurants and, you know, certain grocery chains as well. Like, honestly, like, everywhere should shut down for, like, the next two months, basically. And... The only things that should stay open are essential places like pharmacies, like and a few grocery stores in every area, just to you know help people get the things that they need. And also, uh, like speaking of grocery stores, let's talk too about the fact that people are literally hoarding fucking toilet papers. That's the fucking meme of the week today, bro. Yeah, fucking collecting toilet papers. Yeah, toilet paper is the big uh, one, but that's not it. Like hand sanitizer, yeah. face masks, all that stuff. You and can they're literally price gouging. They're price gouging fucking hand sanitizer, dude. Yeah, I read that's about insane. a guy in in Tennessee where I live that drove all the way around the state, like from west to east of Tennessee, buying every hand sanitizer, every toilet paper he could. Spent over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> no fucking like, way. Getting all of this shit, For and then what? he tried to resell it on Amazon, and uh. they banned his account, and he can't resell it. So he has literally pallets, like a garage full of like uh, cleaning gun. supplies that he can't get rid of. People who fucking rat, try dude. to uh, fucking profit off of like uh, you know disease and fucking human war, suffering, like are just the worst type of people, dude. Scum of and the. They earth. have a fucking special place in my gulag. Yes, absolutely, man. Honestly, like these people are fucking cockroaches, dude. It disgusts me. Absolutely. Like it made me happy to see that a lot of people just naming and shaming. Like that guy in Tennessee, like he's basically famous now for doing this shit. And like he he released a, he like someone one of our local news uh, places interviewed him and he said like I don't want to be known as the guy hoarding fucking toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Well, guess what? You fucking idiot. <laughs> now all you're known for is doing that. Right. Fuck you. Seriously, uh, fucking rat. God. Yeah, yeah. First and last like name a, and address, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let me get a social on that one. Uh, parody, parody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, but uh, like, 
Yeah. On my shift, uh, like earlier this week, um, just before even really think everything popped off before Trump even declared the emergency, like I, there was nothing on the shelves. Like I work with food and like I came in, everything in the back room was empty to the point where I asked my manager, I was like, can I just dip out of here? Like I've not, there's no, there, we're out of stock on everything. It's totally empty. It's like, nah, there. you're going to have to stay and get infected. <laughs> nah, they let me go. My managers are pretty chill, oh, but like. Nice. The corporate people are really the the ones that don't give a shit about us. Like yeah. I, I called, I cannot believe I called the head office and I said I asked him what to do if I think that like someone that I could potentially have been in contact with someone with the disease, and they said just go like make sure to monitor your own health and stay home if you get sick. It's like just that that alone just shows that they have a fundamental misunderstanding of how this fucking disease works, and it's right? why every fucking boomer in this country is gonna die. Well, like, it's, it's like, I can't believe that was the response. Like the first thing I would do is like, all right, I'm going to need your first and last name. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like which store have you been like, working in? Like, let me figure yeah, out like, what who the been... fuck? Like yeah. who you've been in contact with? Like absolutely fucking that has to be negligence. dude. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And like, there's so many old people that come into, I'm really worried about it. Like I just, I, I can't be the guy that fucking kills like 20 old people just because I was putting, you know, cucumbers um, on the shelf and they felt particularly if hungry only, for cucumbers. Like, everyone day. had, like, a number above their head on how many fucking old people they killed because they in- infected someone else. Yeah, because they decided to go on a fucking, like, cruise. or uh, Like, my girlfriend's parents today, oh, my God, they're pissing me off so bad. My girlfriend was planning on going home. I'll let you talk about your coworker after this, but I got to yeah. get this off my chest. I have one more thing uh, to talk about Corona before this. Okay. My girlfriend, like, was planning on visiting her parents because we're on spring break, right? And she was really excited about it. And, like, of course, I am, too. I wanted her to see her parents. and uh, But, like, we had a pretty long conversation, and, I, and we both agreed, like, it's just not safe. It's not a good idea for her to go home. Like, her parents are living around the Nashville area, and it's just – it's not – it doesn't make sense for her to go home right now. You know, it's just, it's not a, a, a smart choice. So she called her mom and canceled and it really upset her mom. And her mom has literally been sending her fucking like Facebook, like fucking memes, like shit from <laughs> Alex Jones, like YouTube channel, literally talking uh, about how like, this is all a government hoax. And like, we're all going to be fine. Like no big deal. Like, remember what hilarious. they said about swine. I heard that our friend stuff. Matt like had the kind of the same problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about boomers. Like, they just want to die. Like, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> they want to die. How dare you fucking care about my health? <laughs> seriously. Like, they just don't want to take it seriously. It's absolutely insane. And, like, it, it just, it, it scares me. Like, I'm worried about my girlfriend's parents. I'm worried about my yeah. parents. I'm worried about my grandparents. And I don't know how to convince them that this is a serious thing that they need to take seriously. I don't fucking know. Like, I guess someone important has to die. Maybe Donald Trump does need to die. Fuck. Yeah, maybe a uh, fucking hopefully. Take I mean, he could be the, the best one. Yeah. Uh, but be, the, yeah. be the fucking leader we needed you to be. Uh, the last thing I have to say about Corona is um. Uh, so when they were doing the live stream on YouTube, they were talking about how they were teaming up with Google. Uh, to make that website that was supposed to there was supposed to be more information tomorrow. So an update yeah. on that next podcast, but. Like, I think it's kind of fucking uh, dumb or like, it's, I don't know, it's just weird to me that we have to look to a corporation for help uh, to deal yeah. with this uh, problem that we have. Absolutely. And, um, like, what are the implications? So, like, you know, now Google's like, all right, U.S. government, you owe us. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. you know, what's next, you know, like basically how are we how's the government gonna incorporate uh, you know with other corporations now in the future yeah 
And I think that really was not – it couldn't have been more clear because you remember that flow chart that that fucking health woman pulled yeah, up to show people like, what to do? Yeah, yeah, the dumbest fucking <laughs> simple flow chart ever, which, I mean, it is simple on what to do. But if still, you're non-infected, it's just, it's you're non-infected. <laughs> exactly. And it's like it, it was absurdly simplistic, but also like it referred to Americans as consumers. Like is that really how far into the fucking capitalist hellscape that we've – we've descended into that we're referring to our citizens not as citizens or as americans we're referring to them as consumers (laughs) it's unbelievable and just the panel of fucking ceos that trump had behind him instead of instead of health professionals and scientists he had fucking walmart cvs walgreens all these wait really ceo yeah oh i thought thought that was his cabinet i don't know anybody uh, no those were all fucking corporate owners of these companies standing behind him talking about what they're gonna do to help and like i love this framing too is is like it's shown as like uh altruism like something that these companies are doing out of the kindness of their heart like that's why i love oh sanders's response today he did a live stream on twitch where he like the question came up like what would you have done if you were donald trump it's like he he said that i absolutely would not have teamed up with these corporations the first thing i would have done is told them like hey here's what you're gonna make here's what you're yes. gonna do for americans like this is what you're gonna do for us because we need this right now and you don't have a choice and i like that kind of rhetoric because like that is what we need like these companies are need to be working for us not doing things out of the kindness of our hearts to make yes. a, uh, to make a profit in the long or in the short term you know it's absolutely absurd yeah, and like as soon I'm as that was announced, as, as soon as that was announced that they were gonna be working with Google, I'm like, wait, this is super fucking sketch. Yeah, like we really have to look to corporations as a fucking, you know, to help us in our in this crisis. Like exactly. Like you know, it's a slippery slope. I feel. Yeah, and and declaring a state of national emergency gives the federal government the power to dictate like what companies in this country do but instead they're choosing to rely on the kind-heartedness of these multinational yeah and now like when hopefully we we'll get um over these hurdles that like you know these corporations are going to be glorified in the media yeah yeah as our saviors yeah it's just and they know that of course like otherwise they wouldn't choose to do this risky thing and, and i'm sure like i'm not dude. Yeah, and I don't mean to paint all these people as evil. Like I don't I don't think that all these people are evil in their heart of hearts. You know what I mean? But just yeah. the fact is is that this is not the time They're to ask. Yes, exactly. It's not the time to ask. It is the time to direct because we have certain yes. needs that need to be met and if they're not met innocent people will die and that's just the end of yeah. the statement and that should be it. It shouldn't mm-hmm. even be a question after that. Yeah. But uh fuck that's that's corona though. Yep. You know, we talked about you, we talked about uh last week or two weeks ago. I talked about you know what it, we should probably talk about like Corona Weekly and you know it'll be interesting to see the updates. I really kind of and brushed I, that statement yeah, off. Yeah, and I yeah, because really, I didn't think I was like, oh, this yeah. is gonna be fine, no big deal, you know, yeah, like you know, Corona's gonna be a big deal. It's gonna you know, this is a kind of a stupid segment to have. You know, it's only gonna yeah. happen. You know. But then actually everything starts popping off and I'm like, holy shit, yeah. we might it, <laughs> have it to talk like about Corona every week. In a two day span, it seemed to like really get serious. All yeah, of, because, all you, of know, sudden, Italy, you know, you know, Italy shutting down, Italy possibly going to lockdown. I don't know if they are already in lockdown. They did. Yeah, they completely shut down. All of northern uh, yeah, Italy, Italy uh, is mortgage, completely Mortgages. Yeah. Like then they stop mortgages on. Yeah. Mortgage too. payments are canceled, which, by the way, we should do that, too. And it's weird yeah, we only we have, have the uh, school interest. 
book. Yeah, do student loan living. interest. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. That's one of the things that Trump did. He canceled interest on federals on only on federal student loans. He canceled <laughs> oh, interest only. That's like, it. That's the all man can got. do whatever he want right wants right now, and he's like, you know, yeah. what? only only the interest. You know, you know, they still need to make money. Like, f- fuck yeah. off, dude. Yeah, seriously, the national emergency gives him such broad powers to just ba- basically abuse the presidency Maybe at times like this. Like a really king right it. now. Yeah, and he, he can do whatever the fuck he wants, and he's like, he's like, just the interest only yeah, federal. Fucking absurd, man. Oh fuck, dude. But yeah, well, I look forward to um, uh, next podcast when we can uh, give you another update on how God. the world is ending. And it's only gonna get fucking worse. Yeah, it's gonna get God. a lot worse before it gets better. Buckle in, be safe out there, wash your hands, yeah, minimize your contact, isolate with yourself. People. Yes, if you can, isolate yourself. I understand a lot of people can't. That's true. I barely can. I'm barely financially stable enough to do it if you're not i'm very sorry but be careful try to help out people that you can try not to infect everyone yeah no don't sell your stocks (laughs) in fact if you have if you have capital probably now's a good time to invest in the stock market although if you do that you're probably a fucking worm anyway so be gone from my podcast but yeah Mm -hmm. like actually it would be a good time to buy stocks right now from an economist point of view (laughs) from not that uh, i'm an economist (laughs) what do you mean bro you went to you went to school for it I mean, I did, but I don't like calling myself that. It feels wrong. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> I'm not uh, one of them. It's like philosophy 101. I'm a philosopher. You know, no big yeah. deal. No big deal. NBD, bro. Anyway. Wrote my uh, paper on Pluto. <laughs> uh, the lonely even. planet. The loneliest planet. <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, other than that, so I want to talk about my coworker. So my coworker, I don't. He stated, let me state this, my coworker was not under the influence of any drugs when he said that this story happened. And I'm just going to take that, <laughs> okay. take his word That's for it. Preface. And he said he didn't, wasn't on alcohol or anything. He was a sober man. So apparently, I didn't catch the full story and actually I wanted to talk to him tonight. I, was, I wanted him to tell me this, retell it to me again so I can remember it, so I can restate it and accurately. But the gist of the story is that he had a friend who's really into the Mexican black magic. And what? One, wait, wait, wait. What is that? I don't fucking know, dude. Okay. And one night, uh, they, you know, they went out and they were looking up in the sky. And apparently, his friend conjured up a portal in the sky, like making an area of the sky like black, joking. like all the stars in that area like turned black. And basically, he was telling him, bro, he's like, bro, if you keep on doing this black magic. (laughs) (laughs) You're joking. I'm not joking right now. If you keep on doing this black magic, dude, like, the the fucking darkness is going to consume you. And, and like, like if you don't stop, I'm basically, like, apparently he was threatened to fucking magically fight him, right? Because he's also, uh, like, a wizard. Like, oh, okay. I'm like, I asked him, like, wait, are you, like, a wizard? He didn't, he didn't fucking, I guess he's not technically a wizard. But fucking, he does believe in magic. And, like, apparently in the next 24 hours, he said that person died. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. The guy who conjured the portal? Yeah, died in the, the next no. 24 hours after the, after that conversation. Did he, did he magic him? <laughs> wait, should we, should we release this? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I didn't give out any names, but anyway, but like... That's true, that's true, they don't know. But, 
I was wait, like, wait. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like, here I am, like, fucking putting pepperonis on a pizza. And I hear this guy, like, he said he's fucking, he's, yeah, I fucking threatened to fucking magic, you know, have a fucking wizard fight, essentially. And I was like, no, dude, you have to tell me the story, like, later. I need to hear the whole story. But watch, I totally forgot. But, God, if I talk, like, next time I see him, I need to get that full story. But, like, yeah. uh, magic, dude. <laughs> What? No way! Like, like you know, he says, "Yeah, I usually I don't, tell people because they don't believe me." Like, I yeah. mean, bro, you don't say. <laughs> oh, fucking sorry Do you for believe not believing him you. that he wasn't on drugs. Is he like a regular drug user? Uh, well, he has done meth before, but you know, I'm not gonna Ooh. judge him based on that. Hey, man, uh, I, I don't judge your journey. If meth is what gets you gets you going, man, that's what gets you going. But I like, recommend you know, less hard stuff. But but he said he was sober, and I don't know why he would lie. You know, there's no reason to lie here. Yeah. I mean, like, he seems like a true believer, and I, I certainly am not going to question him because <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. want to get fucking killed. Fucking is speaking about uh, things that are hard to believe. Do we? Uh, we are potentially going to be able to, to contact a real flat earther. Yes. I'm actually so excited about this. I'm planning on getting in contact with him tomorrow and trying to set up this interview. So, Flat Earther episode next week, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, I want to just say, like, we're not going to make fun of the guy. We're not going to... It's yes. not... We're going to be kind very of impartial. Yes. It's, like, to be clear, David and I are not Flat Earthers. We think it's ridiculous. We think the Earth is obviously round. But the thing is, like, we're we're both fascinated with this culture of Flat Earthers. We We really are interested in this, like kind of insular group yeah. that they have going on We're, we want to get into the mind of a flat earther yeah. so you know this is not going to be some kind of fucking assassination where we gang up on the guy at all we're, we're, we yeah. plan on giving him as much respect as possible just to be clear yeah. but yeah that should be coming yeah. up soon i'm so excited for it yeah uh there should be a lot a lot of uh good fucking content coming up soon we also plan uh, i don't know why i'm saying this now but you know clips and shit we're gonna be posting more clips to our youtube Hell yeah. uh new gameplay podcast yeah now that we're quarantined at home there's gonna be this <laughs> endless stream of content just flowing yeah. out dude oh uh, fuck honestly this is a good time to be a podcaster man oh yeah fucking staying indoors staying away from people hell uh, yeah but um I, I feel like you have anything else to to bring up really nah man i'm ready to expand our minds even further okay philosophy you know at the you know at the end of the week if you're if you're new to the to the to the podcast welcome uh, thank Welcome. you for listening th- thus far. But at the end of the week, we we like to talk about philosophy. All right. You know, I always want to expand brain meme. All right. Yeah, indeed. Marianne Williamson got the orbs flowing. Yeah. But um, the question that I want to talk about this week might be a short one. Who knows? Is That's fine. Can life be meaningful without friends? Can your can life, life have a meaning without friends? friends? I don't know. It's all, um, what do you think for, for, before I uh, give my opinion on this? Well, my opinion is tainted by Marxist-Leninism. Um, but mm. I, like, just setting aside like, my political beliefs, like, I, I want to just say like, I really think that, yes, it is impossible to exist in a meaningful way without... Like, you're using the word friends, but like, I would just say like, a society, basically, yeah. like, of people that you associate with, people you know. Like... Um, w- one of my favorite professors ever who I took, uh, I don't remember what the number was, but it's some, some intermediate sociology class, uh, told me like, you know, uh, there is no self without society. And like, I really honestly believe that, that, that stuck with me from that class. And I 
really realized at that moment that we are who we are because of the context that we live in and because of the connections that we make with people. And for that reason, I would say it is not possible to have a meaningful life without connections with other people, whether you want to call that friends or whatever. Yeah. Interesting that you like, this is kind of the exact place where my mind went to is that like, if you are in contact with anybody, like, you practically had and like you don't interact with people right how could your life be meaningful if you don't affect anybody right. like if you if you were to like if you you know lived your life and without interacting with anybody and not um and not interact with other people or like uh, change someone's you know affecting uh, someone else's life essentially right like right. you basically had no impact and like, did you, did you even do those actions that you did, like, during your life? Right, even if exactly. It made you like, happy, who right? even are you? Did you yeah. even exist? Like, yeah. if you don't exist within a context like that, yeah. Yeah, and but like, uh, I pretty much agree, yeah. Like, I think that it's actually a super interesting question, though, and I think a lot of, like, people disagree about this. Like, it's we're yeah. agreeing right now, but I think a lot of people would disagree. Like, a lot of people yeah. would say, well, no, it's more individualistic. Yeah, like, it's like, if you, you know, live a happy life, if you um, fucking... Right. If, you, if you're happy, that's all that matters. But, like, honestly, I don't think, like... You basically had no impact on... you didn't Exactly. Have, and like, like, we're talking about meaningful. So, like, you know, yes, you may have lived a happy life, but you didn't live a meaningful life if you didn't affect any other people, another right. person. Right, and, like... I think that a good way to look at it is to abstract it even more than that and just be like, it, try to imagine yourself existing outside of of any society whatsoever. Like, let's say you were born in a fucking cave and like, that's it. That's There's no other creatures, no other human beings. And like, somehow you subsist in this cave on your own. Like, what would you look like? What would you sound like? What kind of, what language would you develop? What kind of mm. interactions would you have? Like you can't it's not possible for you to imagine that because existing outside of that cultural societal context is just it's not a concept that a human being can ex- can Ooh, understand like, can't what do deaf people without. even do they have a voice in their head like most people do you know what I mean? um i've heard actually that deaf people think in sign language they're like whenever really they're talking, like visualize yeah. it yeah oh that's fucking crazy that is really crazy and of course like they can just think abstractly like just like we can right but like when you're talking to yourself you know yeah. Like their language to them is sign language. So I've heard that. I'm yeah, not sure how true it is because I'm not deaf, but who knows? That like that's actually a good example though, because they're constructing their own version of reality. But even that is not is tainted by the society that they live in, right? So like yeah. let's say you were born deaf. You know, there's in a uh, ASL and like there's you know the different uh, sign yeah. languages. Exactly, yeah. Like if you were born in a cave as a deaf person and didn't have contact with the outside world like you would never develop any language you would you would have no idea that sound was even a, a thing that exists in the world like you would have no concept of this and and there would be no society to help you or ex- expose you to these ideas and yeah i mean it's a very interesting thought and i recommend that people read about um this case where i don't remember her name and i'm really kicking myself but i'm going to describe it and if you google it you'll automatically find it it's basically this case of a girl that was kept in a basically a broom oh, yeah, closet. The, um, fuck, I forgot. I forgot what they're called. Yeah. yeah, she was like she was kept in a broom closet basically for like the first twelve years of her life, and it was a great, a, a tragic event, of course, because a young girl basically her life was ruined. Yeah. But it was it was a really important sociological experiment, so to speak, because like that, she, she lost uh, so many years of like her developmental years. Like, exactly. 
she she demonstrated what it would be like for a human being to grow to develop outside of that culture and she effectively was never able to live a normal life because she existed outside yeah. of culture outside of society and she had no uh like basis for what she reality died younger was. too she did yeah she died early because of like the mental and physical problems that she developed because of her isolation and yeah. it's an absolutely tragic story but it's really interesting because it kind of helps you to imagine you know or it helps you to realize how much you rely on society um even when you don't realize it yep 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 but uh yeah i mean that's the our philosophy of the week if you have your own thoughts or opinions or disagree with us agree with us you know i want this to be like more of an interactive thing we can talk about you know maybe someone brings up an interesting point we bring it up in the next podcast you know we can rehash that discussion you know oh, yeah. so if you make it this far uh tweet at us said uh i did it at, you know left in the south or at the lit's podcast or at left in the south on twitter Hell yeah. DMs are open, ladies. Hell yeah. If you uh, want to talk to us, if you just want to be on the show, maybe you have an interesting opinion. Uh, we'll definitely consider letting you on. We most likely will. Because yeah, we are likely. starving for guests. If, please get on our podcast. <laughs> sure, fuck it. Um, but other than that, I want to thank our Patreon pledgers, Zachary and uh, Grunt980. Appreciate your pledges. We uh, wish you good luck in the Patreon giveaway. Yep. And uh, if you're looking to join our Patreon, left in this uh, patreon.com forward slash love in the south, uh, pledge one dollar. It will get you into the giveaway, and it will help us greatly. Absolutely. And uh, with that, this has been episode 18 of the Left in the South podcast. Goodbye. Bye.